You know what I'm saying? All right. Bong. Bong. All right. It's going to got some weight to it. We already did. <laughs> yo, stop, man. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> can't even talk around niggas, though. No, no, hey, oh, <laughs> we going to fuck with you, man. Do what hey. you do, brother. You know what I'm saying? All right, y'all ready? <laughs> Everything gay to y'all. Can't even say shit, So right? straight line, motherfuckers, God, man. Damn. Cam and Mace got everybody's You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's the... It's the Everything gay now? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, just prep yourself. Like I prep when I had to go. Oh no, we're getting that. When I had to prep talking about that shit from last week with that obliterated <laughs> shit, I said pause like four times before I even got into the story. Like time, hey. pause right. before I even go into it. Nigga. All right, we counting down. In five, four, three, two, action. Ah, yes. What a pleasure. It's the boss podcast, that is. And as always, world, new year. And guess what? We still everywhere, every fucking where. You dig what I'm telling you? Sleeves the hustler all day long to get it on. Canary yellow. Oh, he got that shit on. You dig what I'm talking about? My man right here. Stop the militant one. Ain't nothing changed. Still, brother Byron in the fucking building. <laughs> Dread on the fucking lens. What up? Me and my men's and them. You know what I'm saying? 2024 told y'all niggas we kicking indoors. Damn, he coming out spitting bars this year. I ain't just waiting on him. I'ma spit them shits. How I feel the shits. You know what I'm talking about, Stop? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, man. That's all, baby. Feeling good. Feeling so, good. Yeah, man. Feeling you know what I'm great. saying? Like, we, we here for another one. And soon, in a couple months, my niggas, September of 2024. You know what that means? Not just for the balls, but for the brethren. That is 30 years oh, of brotherhood. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's no balls. Wow, really? Without mm -hmm. the L. And we're going to get into that when that time come around. But anyway, baby. You know what I'm saying? A lot to look forward to in 2024 because we coming for it all, baby. Get used to these faces as always, man. I didn't but, realize um, that. 30 years. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, sit on that, man. Wow, so, toast crazy. on that, man. Toast. You know what I'm saying? Salute, man. Great 9-8 all day, man. You came in 94. You already know what it is right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Real shit. So, so where, you wanna, that, where you want to start? Where you want to start today, always, man? Stop. That was the pleasantries of everything, the camaraderie. Now let's get into the fucking foolery, all right? And we have to start with what has blown the fucking internet up since it, it first, like, listen. You talking about a pimp named Slickback? Listen, what I'm talking about is first and foremost. Talking about Money Mike? Shout out to Club Shay Shay, first and foremost, you know what I'm saying? Um, all day long, never met you, but we fuck with you all day and what you got going on over there. And you had no idea, or maybe you did, what was going to be in store when Mr. Legend Hall of Fame himself, Cat Williams, comedian, came through <laughs> to speak his truth. And through his truth, mad shots fired, mad jokes, mad just different things, but realness coming out. And you can tell when somebody real and they just got some things on their chest and as anything... If you feel your name getting spoke on a different way, a certain type of way, you wait your time yeah, and yeah, then speak yeah. your truth. Yeah, he definitely did sit back and buy this time. Cat Williams has always been one of my favorite comedians because to me, honestly, 
he's always been more than just a comedian. Like if you follow like his jokes and everything mm-hmm. and his routines, his acts, his stand-up, he's like an inspirational comedian. It's mm-hmm. always like some uplifting kind of mm-hmm. messages in his comedy right there. And that always kind of stood out to me. So that, that always set him apart from everybody else for me. Oh man, listen, his chain that he had on said woke folk. Yeah. You understand know what I'm telling you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. real shit. Shout out to the OG. But yeah, we But yeah, he went in. Yeah, he, uh, he he yeah. Where do you want to begin on the on the go ends? Like, so do do we want to start with the comedians? Like, you know what I, I mean? I mean, that's fine. You can go. You, you I just... mean, listen, hey, listen. And now this is coming from him, and this is you know how he felt on it. So with us, we just repeating what y'all hopefully y'all saw already. But you know, it was a trio specifically, uh, OG comedians mm-hmm. that he definitely went in on and let known some things, which was Ricky Smiley, Cedric the Entertainer, and Steve. You know what I'm saying? Marvelous Harvey, Mr. Harvey, Mr. Harvey <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So with that, yeah, I mean, some things I, we are, I mean, I found out later, which was later on, but it fucked me up when I did find out years later that like, yeah, Steve ran some hella game all them years on hanging with Mr. Cooper because it was like, yo, this nigga line don't never move. Yeah. You get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, that joint was tight, super straight. Never moved at all. So, I mean... We, it was I too kinda, perfect. Yeah, I kind of knew that, but how he broke it down was the fact that it was a, a competition that they had out in Detroit. You get what I'm saying? Like a championship of comedy, and they was battling each other, and Cat pulled it out that hat. You know what I'm saying? Basically, like, it went in on him and his fucking oh, hair, the hair piece in front of 10,000 people in Detroit. And, uh, yeah. He said that's why he don't need no more fucking uh, stand Stand-ups. up some more. Now, Cat Cat is a stand up dude, and like you've probably been seeing, like he always said, you know, like I'll go to a comedy show and I'll see a comedian, and a comedian will kill it, and I might break him off with some bread or something like that backstage because I know he's somewhere. You know, the comedian might be hurting for bread right now because mm-hmm. comedy is it's, it's a it's a struggle at first mm-hmm. when you're trying to get paid. And I've seen a you know a comedian actually go on Twitter and, and you know and, and co-sign all that. Like, yeah, Cat did actually throw me some bread. One day after a show, I didn't even think he saw my set, but he, yeah. you know, he stopped me backstage. Uh, Cat Williams, I've I, I always felt like he's had a certain amount of integrity. I mean, I don't know the man personally, but no, but he, he absolutely comes up with that. You can tell when somebody speaks with that no, as intellectual. Is, what he did that I thought was is. unheard of was that he had a show, and I forget what city it was in, but he bombed. He bombed. I mean, everybody bombs yeah, when you're performers. But what he did that a lot of other performers don't do is he refunded the ticket money. To everybody in attendance. Yeah, I'm like, that's that's real right there. Like, no, I didn't give y'all the best Cat Williams y'all should have gotten. So, you know what? I'm going to cut y'all some bread back. Refund your money. Well, if I I got to be the dickhead and cut in on that. Um, Yeah, that's just retarded. All right? Because, listen, you already paid. Show or not, you paid to come see me. I didn't do well this one. Oh well, you know what I'm but saying. That, that Catch shows. Now nah, I feel I hear you, you but no. But to but me, that shows his artist integrity. Like you know, Absolutely. no. And if I, you pay to see a Cat Williams show, you are guaranteed to have a good time. So if I don't feel like I've lived up to that guarantee, I'm gonna give you your money back because I know I'm that good. Like this time, I might have messed up, but it won't be a next time. You know, so I'm gonna give you all your bird back. I mean, next show I might just give off half count. Discount tickets to some of them joints. Like, but you're not, you're not giving her a full refund. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? But I feel that. But with uh, we already talked about what he said with Steve. Said, of course, the joke stealing. We saw, I was talking about that with Tom earlier. You know what I'm saying? I'm not in quite full, I'm not in full agreement with that one, though. Some of them I mean, joints was like, listen, damn what he said, what, what, what he said about the, the, the whip joke, for the most part, he ain't lying. He just was speaking about his will and said, just change it. 
with the space joint. And then he also said, and pay attention to the interview, he said, Steve Ames had apologized to him. He let it go and was cool on it. But he said when he sat on that joint, you know what I'm yeah, saying, yeah. with Shannon, and said what he said about it, like this, that, and the third, that made that nigga He's get like, up. Oh, let me make it clear. He right. got up and <laughs> no, said, as God, listen. if I stand right here, Shannon, <laughs> I would have knocked him right <laughs> there. <laughs> gotcha. right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, dang. But listen, I, you've probably seen the side-by-side of the Cat Williams and the Cedric Entertainer joke. Now, if what Cat Williams said is true, that said came to his sets, watched him perform that joke, that was Cat's closer. You know what I mean? And then Sad goes and does a joke like that. Now, Cat's joke was about being in a car with the radio up so loud that you couldn't hear it when the car cut off. Right. You know, so he's got his stool. That's his prop. You know what I mean? He starts the engine. He's, you got the music bumping and everything. The car cuts off. You get out. I mean, it's the, the same similarities between Cedric's right. joke was that's about how black people would drive space shuttles the same way they might drive like said. a 72. He flipped it on. He said he went you know to the space. But the he was whole... talking about his car being in the car. And he said he flipped into the space. Listen. So wait, with, so that's what I'm saying. So are you saying that you can't be a comedian and make a joke about driving a car and use a stool as a prop? You took my shit and just used a different layer. You just changed base. That's just like me stealing your rhyme, but changing the words. I'm still using the same fucking cadence. I'm still doing the whole situation. Now, let me play devil's advocate. You know now, there is a such thing as great minds think alike. And you, know, you can- No, not when every, you watch my shit how many, 30 times. But, but, but black like, people, no. how many black people or people in general ride no, around stop, in a car with it. the music blast? Joke and if you're a comedian, you might be able to make forever, a joke stop, about it. Stop. Oh, I'm not disagreeing with so you with that, that. that. That's on, that's on, that's on game. I ain't got to be there to see that. All he did was flip and bounce it. It was re-brought out, but- you did that shit, nigga. Right, like, right. You peaked my game and did it. Like, I can give you an instance, and it ain't even on no level with fucking Cat Williams. You get what I'm saying? But back in the day, and you should probably remember this, maybe not, when we was doing Rittenhouse, and we had that crazy fucking little intro and shit, you know what I'm saying? With the horns all crazy. You know, shout out to my nigga Falorn. But yeah, that nigga heard the joint and flipped and bounced it into a little track or whatever like that. Ain't nobody mad at that. Shout out to you. Our shit ain't blow. You did, nigga. Oh. You get what I'm saying? But this is how it goes down blatantly, dog. Yeah, I Niggas mean, come they, see your shit steal. and we'll take they st- steal your shit. So like, what I'm saying though, if everything was went the way Cat Williams said, then yes, his joke definitely influenced and inspired Cedric the Entertainer's joke. You know what I'm saying? You're mm-hmm. gonna come see my set, tell me how good my joke is, and then your closing set a year or something like that later. It's about it's a it's a similar kind of car joke. Mm-hmm. So I can understand him being upset about that, right? But now if they don't know each other, I mean, you can't be mad if another comedian makes another joke about driving in a car with a stool. It's the same kind of mm-hmm. the same kind of setup. I won't you know be what I mean? if you want another coach and you can't right, with that right. shit. That's yeah, great yeah, minds yeah, yeah, to your yeah, life. Yeah. Not when you done came to my show and seen it and told me that's yeah. a great joke and all that extra shit, bro. Now, if the timeline is true with the Steve Harvey gas station joke, then that's like blatantly biting. You know what I mean? That was kind of crazy. You know, they're talking about how how expensive gas has gotten. Cat was saying that you used to be able to, you know, go uh, put the pump in your car. You could go and... Uh, go in the store and get some snacks and you had a whole bunch of time because gas was so cheap. You know what I mean? You could put $20 or something like that on a car and just let it run. And then Steve Harvey kind of did a similar joke and he was talking about how he used to be able to put the, uh, put the pump in the car and you could go and clean your windows. You know, he's hollering at his homie over there. Yo, go in the store, give me a wine cooler. You know, Gas is entirely too high. That's all I'm saying. You are not supposed to be at the gas station making life decisions. <laughs> You just at the pump. Just Negro, did I eat today? I can't get no half a tank. I got six cigarettes. I can't even do it. That used to be, if you had $10, $15, you could go to the gas station with confidence because you knew you was either going to be full or damn near full. 
If you had a 20, you ain't even talk to the person at the counter. You just 20 on 11, bitch. Used to be, if you put $15 in your tank, you had time to bond with your vehicle. You had time to put the nozzle in and set the clicker and look through your car and clean off the dashboard and look through your CDs and run in the store and get some Pringles and a snapper and it'll still be pumping. Now if you put $15 in, you can't even turn around good for that son of a bitch click. As soon as you put it in, just click, click. Gas, $4 a gallon. Can't even pump gas like you used to no more. $4 a gallon? You remember when you used to go to pump and put the nozzle in there and hit it? Be sitting there talking, be on your phone, hey, what's happening? Be walking around, cleaning the windshield. <laughs> Speaking to gay, hey, girl, what's happening? What you doing? <laughs> hey, hey, you. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Doggy, hey, you go in there, bring me a wine cooler. Bring me cooler, dog. <laughs> Not no more. <laughs> hey, there ain't nothing going on at that pump except you and that pump. Your ass is looking at that pump. So I was like, okay, okay. So now if Cat really did do that joke first, and I can kind of see where Steve kind of just yeah. bit stole that joke from, if the timeline is accurate. But I, wonder, Man, I'm I wonder how common is... It's got to be very common. It's very common. You hear about it all the time. Comedians talk about that shit all the time. Yeah. Bernie Mac, at the end of, I think, one of, uh, when he was doing... Uh, maybe one of the seasons of Bernie Mac show, or I don't know, it was something, but he was like, it was some like behind the scenes shit. He was like, listen, if you're in a room full of comedians, don't do your best shit. Yeah, I see. All right, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they're going to take, they take your yeah. shit. Yeah. All right, like you be a fool to do yeah. your best Especially shit. Especially if you're like mean, halfway sort of yeah, established, said, you said, got a little bit of reputation. Said, yeah, exactly. yeah, like, you know, I'm a savage comedian. Like, they know I'm funny. Yeah, I'm going to take that shit. Yeah. Like, he ain't made taking it because that's not how Mac was, but he's letting you know how it was with that situation. So that don't shock me. I want to go to the last person, though, that was in the trio. That's motherfucking Ricky Smiley. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he said, you know, he was supposed to be Money Mike or whatever, and no, nah, but blah, blah, blah. But the thing that fucked me up was when Kat said, because of how I guess Ricky was talking crazy on the set, because he had the radio at the time, and Kat at that particular moment was an up-and-comer, yeah. you know what I'm saying? When Kat blew off of that shit and he got that other script, he said, if you get, if you in any movies with me, you got to put a dress on. Yeah, he put that in his he contract. Put in he put that in his contract, nigga. And he said, and he got, he said, what was his next movie? And like, yo, <laughs> like, yeah. damn. But, but as Ricky Smiley, how do you, I guess you got to just be cool with wearing a dress. But I'm like, no, I got to wear a dress because he put that in his contract. If I'm in a movie with him, I got to do well, this. He probably didn't even know, though. You no, know what? Man, you know what? Yeah, right. right? If you were going to be smart, the, yeah, the you wouldn't even tell him. That right. he doesn't do well acting regular. So he's better off putting a dress on. And that's what he was basically saying. Like, when you see most of his roles, uh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? That's yeah. how he was trying to come at him on that type of time. And it was like, damn. Yeah. Bong, bong. Then the other shit he slid in was like, that's like a fat Faison lie. Like, <laughs> damn. You know what I'm saying? You know what now, I'm listen, saying? I saw a Cube on Twitter. He did say that Ricky Smiley did audition for Money Mike. Mm -hmm. But then Cat Williams came in, and they liked what Cat Williams brought to the role better. Yeah, there was, there was, he, was, he said that what um, 
what's his name? I forgot his name. That quick. Ricky uh, Smiley. Ricky Smiley. I mean, he just his mannerisms was just better for the Santa Claus. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. And Cat Williams was better for the Money Mike role, mm-hmm. and that's how. I mean, obviously. all that went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. In hindsight, you see it like, oh yeah, it could have gone the other way. You, Ricky, like the cat said, like you ain't coming, like you ain't coming from nothing pimpish. Yeah, you're coming yeah. from you know the pulpit. But now that asked me to, that begs the question too, though. Are you not considered a great comedian if you don't have a certain number of specials? I think mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. That's just like you shouldn't be considered. A great. But what's the athlete. cutoff? Like, how many specials do you have to have to be considered a great? I would great say you comedian, should probably you know be. I mean? If you've been in the game, let's just say twenty years, you should have close to ten specials, nigga. And if you special every two years, you know what I'm saying. And if you ain't got, I don't know if that's fair. That's such a rough game, though. You could be in the game twenty years and dog, not blow up to maybe year like fifteen. This, see, but hold, yeah, that's but just like the, the thing about comedians that that started off that way and they like moved on to movies, where they don't go back and do yeah, they don't, specials yeah, they anymore. But what like I'm that. saying is, when we start talking about stand-up comedians is just like real ballers versus niggas that's just played in the league, got a couple dollars, did all right for a little bit, but moved on instead of the niggas that's focused in like the Mike Kobe's and niggas that yeah. do yeah. this shit. So the Chappelle's do but, this But shit. see, at the same time, yeah. though, because like Paul Mooney is a legendary comedian. He's but a he's great. A writer too. Yes, but he's also a stand-up comedian. Even before he passed, I think he was still doing his stand-up and he's mm-hmm. only had a handful of specials, really. They're phenomenal. Well, listen, I'm going to say off the record. But this is a guy who's been in the business since But he 70s? got more than five. Stop, so I'm fine with that. You get what I'm saying? You can't be around here. All right, I'm even say on the minimum. You got he don't have more than five. 10, I don't think. Right, fine, but it's okay. He got more than five. And I'm talking, and I'm not even special. I'm talking comedy albums because he really didn't get specials like that until but I guess, you count you know, albums later and times. Then the special, the couple specials that he did have, mm-hmm. it's over five. You get what I'm saying? In this span, so that's fine. And then his contribution with writing and writing for greats. Second to none. So Paul Mooney is like an anomaly. You can't even count that nigga. I will agree same, with that. You know what I'm saying? You can't even count him in that same space. He's something different. We talking about these niggas that started off. That's all they did. It wasn't they wasn't known for writing for the great. But then he even brought up Earthquake. Now Earthquake been around a long time. He is a hilarious dude. And he, he just had like his up, first he, no, special he, like now when and it was good, Earth, but yeah. no, see what the thing was with Earthquake. He didn't wasn't coming at Earthquake like he ain't funny no, and he no. not. He just mentioned that whole reading. I'm just talking about how many specials you got to have to be you considered, you know, like, a, com- a comedic great. Earthquake even, got mad specials, like so he got five or better. Like I ain't even gonna say ten. If you got at least five or better, dog, and you done been in the game twenty years, and you about that whole comedy, comedy shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because it's all about, like you said, if you're a comedian, you gotta continually write. You get what I'm saying? Right. And then you got to write the jokes and then go out and perform them. And like he said, you get a rapport of how you can deliver some of these jokes in maybe six months. And then after that six months, that's when you're thinking about specials and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Because you got to work on the it. road. And you know what I'm saying? See how it feel. Float with them, play with, You know what I'm saying? Pause, but do all that type shit. You get what I mean? So Float with them, play with them, no. <laughs> I just said pause. But you know what? You know what? Yeah, I know what's going on with y'all today, man. <laughs> you can't say nothing around y'all, man. It's crazy. But you know what I was going to say, though? It's kind of cool, though, because in this day and age, with everybody having technology and, you know, they, they, they might take your cell phones away if it's like a big show someplace. Mm-hmm. But if you're a comedian and you're going to work out material, like I've seen Chappelle on stage at small clubs doing, doing like an hour of new stuff. Mm-hmm. And it could be some gold in there and nobody can really bite it or steal it because somebody's unrecorded it. Was, you know what I mean? Him. So we, we know that see, that's his. You man, know we mean? was blessed to see him 2022, The Roots Picnic. Later that year or whatever, he was his show that he was doing and Cass was paying. You know what I'm saying? That was the, what we got to see. 
Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I think uh, what's her name? Uh, the John. What's her name? Sam J. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's yeah, funny. Yeah, 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 she opened up for him that yeah. joint. You know what I'm saying? She dope as shit. But like, yo, that's what it is. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's in his bag. That's what he does. Cat Williams saying he doing 100 city tour. This is like his 19th year doing 100 city tour. Like, that's what you do. Like, to, to what Tom's saying. Everybody, like, to my man, and I got to hold on. With all the slander that was done with certain people, I got to stand up and let this be known right now. What's that? Hey, Kev, we love you. Ain't going to be not near, near slander here, nigga. <laughs> Philly all okay. fucking day. My nigga Spank, Naeem, you know what I'm saying? Wayne, all y'all niggas, fuck with all y'all. Love niggas, for real, for real. And what we not going to do is disrespect Kev Grind. Listen, bro. We can't, you can't be mad talk. Cause like what he did try to say was like, all right, I got what you tried to say about the scene and Friday and you changed that from, you know, Damon coming, taking your ass and you flipped and bounced it. But when you talk about Kevin Hart run from like, think like a man to the joint with the rock to the joint with Will Ferrell and this, this motherfucker wasn't playing no gay roles or doing no shit like that. He talking about uh step it, fetch it. Listen, I'm a comedian. They're paying me to be funny in this movie in a certain way, in a certain role. I'm going to do that to my best ability, get this check, and move on to the motherfucking next. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's what it is. And from that, he's brand upon fucking brand upon brand. And in that, it's no way in hell you ain't going to say he done brought people up, his fam up, his people's up. And on top of that, it's way he's still torn. All right. On top of giving you a Netflix fucking movie next month, on top of tequila, on top of the next thing, on top of the next fucking thing. So shout out to fucking Kevin Hart. We're not going to do that, cat, yeah. at the fuck all, bro. So, you know what I'm saying? I just had to let that, I had to let that be known, man. Like, nah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This real bro, shit. One thing I would say, it was a great interview with Shannon. I, I give him that. I think, you know, Cat did, he, you know, he's a, is a comedian. So I feel like he was embellishing something. Yeah, a lot of shit was embellishing, like somebody running a 40. A sub 4 40. <laughs> yeah, right. He's still talking about that alligator man scene from the ATL. You know what I'm Look saying? Remember he was all assing at the yeah. end of the ATL now yeah. with the alligator but come man? come on, man. Sub 4 40. Yeah, that's you running Tyreek Hill? Three, you running, Ty, running Tyreek Hill shit right now. That's, that's what you're talking about. Speed. That's you know elite saying? speed. That's like God uh, off of type speed. Yeah, <laughs> off of like no, no disrespect to you, but yeah, and you also said too that you are the you like when a nigga say that he can outsmoke Snoop Dogg, I gotta listen. <laughs> Alright? Like you get what I'm saying? I'm gonna tell you that right now. Nigga, you said you smoke, you've been smoking 20 blunts a day, and you done had a bitch. Or some type of joint rolling for you for the last 20 years. Snoop got a nigga on his yeah. payroll. You know what I'm saying? To just roll his butt. But he yeah, got that yeah. from Cat. That's what, like, yeah, what see, see, look right. at you. Y'all on Snoop shit and he got it from Cat. That's what Cat was letting him know. Like, yeah, no, nah, Snoop got that shit for me. me. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And the other thing, he said that between like 8 and 12, he read like 3,000 books a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, come on, man. Ain't nobody reading no 3,000 <laughs> books a year. That's crazy. That's like eight, nine books a day or something like that. Like, I, 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 you know, I don't believe all that. Anyway, but it was entertaining. Yeah, it was. That's what his job. He was, said, my first thing, my my first job is to be a comedian, to be funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's what he did. Me personally, I feel like he might got something bubbling coming up. I told Snoop oh, the other day, he's like, Yo. Cat Hart is like the 50 cent of comedy right now. Oh, yeah. Now, I watch uh, all <laughs> Cat Williams specials. You know what I mean? Yeah, Legitimate I mean, ones. The, the bootleg torn, ones on YouTube. Yeah. The fam, he already, he's torn. Right. Already. So whatever that is, that's going to be new shit. Mm-hmm. That's just how he operates. So this is a matter of time for when he decided to put that shit together and put it on Netflix. Yep. And the joint dropped. So it's cool. Yeah, like, yeah. And the, the shit. Oh, and the other shit. So we go from the comedians to how, you know, 
talking about the boy Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. All right, and that that casting couch shit, how they be coming at you is real. And he said, yeah. Sometimes you got to tell Diddy no. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And pause on everything that's about to go down right now. I've got to prep already. But yeah, said Harvey Weinstein offered to do the unthinkable to the man in front of his peoples. You get what I'm saying? He said no. He said he wasn't the only one at the audition. It was three other actors there. And somebody got that job. How do you think they got that job? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it just goes to show, man. Like, this shit's out of pocket, and I'm cool. Like I said last week. on that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Off of Hollywood, man. You know what I'm Mm. saying? Yeah, that's why. I can't miss any money I ain't never had. You know what I'm saying? I'm not selling my soul that way, though. I mean, listen, and then got to the point where you're at least old enough and not to be, you know what I'm saying, it's fucked up because a lot of these cats are younger, hungry, and, you know. Yeah. You broke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not I, not the, the, the fam here, but the fact that we're older and more mature, like, yeah, it's like, nigga, what? I slap you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, literally, I'm going to get fucked up because I'm going to fuck you up. Like, Terry Crews was like, fam, I'm out. You out with your wife at a function, and a white man comes over to you and says, hi, Mustafa, and grab your nuts. Every Aikido jujitsu thing in your fucking brain is about to come out. This nigga nose might get pushed back. I don't know what's going to happen to him, but it's not going to be Something. good. Something. You would think. Like, like, you're, not, you're not walking that shit off. Like, oh, he's an executive. I want to keep my job. Fuck okay. that job. <laughs> nigga, my wife right here. Right? Yeah. Like, nigga. So uh, when does he let go if you don't push him off of you or something? Right. You know what I mean? Like, if he just wanted to just stay there, he just get to stay there. He's <laughs> like, no. You big nigga, you grab him yeah. and break his arm. What you do is blow him away. <laughs> Therefore, excuse me, man, but like, nah, dog. Like, it's this. Sick ass white man. Yeah, and that's the And that's the whole thing, man. Like, and people be like, oh, man, you can't say that until you put in that position. Nigga, oh. I'm going to tell you. Fuck y'all. And I'm walking out and kiss my ass. Like, I'm cool. Integrity means everything. Nigga, on my back of my business cards, I used to say integrity is key. And I mean that shit, dog. Like, fuck are you talking about? Like, I got kids, dog. Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Right, yeah. Going home, kissing my kids, feeling dirty. dirty. This fucking, this disgusting. Like, you know what I'm saying? Wow. And some other shit that he said that was- Cheap. <laughs> Period. And some other shit that Cat said that was real. He was like, "Yeah, I'm happy to say that I still have a virgin hole." Yeah. All right. right. And likewise, nigga. Pause. Like, absolutely not. Is you what? That's like, like what you were saying in that movie. What was it? Uh, the Last Dance or Dance Camp where he was in prison. Mm-hmm. And Tiffany Haddish was his wife, and she brought the white baby to the prison. Like, this is your baby. He was like, "That baby is from the Caucasus. That baby has a, a credit score of 7:30 right now." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's another classic clip right there from Cat. Yeah, Bart. man. Well, with that being said, man, Cat, we fucking appreciate you, dog. You know what I'm saying? That was amazing. Shout out to Club Shay Shay, nigga. It's like 16 million views or something in like two days. Yeah, dog. It's crazy. Like, and hold up, real quick. Crazy. This is a segue on Club Shay Shay, my nigga Shannon Shaw. That's when he could just go in the first take with Stephen A and them niggas like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like sit back literally in the chair like, 
<laughs> no, I'm saying I'm just here. Did your you know pie, did saying? your pie do 16 you know million yesterday? I don't know who the fuck you be getting on your job. <laughs> but I know when they come on Clay on Club Shay Shay and sit that La Portier, you know what I'm saying? All fucking day. Put me on, nigga. I got bars for you, man. You might want to use that. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, real talk. That shit, like I'm coming back. The ESPN on some shit like yeah man I, and like Cat was saying oh, all the communities gonna want to get back up on here uh, they're gonna, they're gonna try, try to quit. Yeah, back. come back yeah they I'm saying oh you so. done seen the responses come back with certain people like Luda dropping verses you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah. Kev was keeping it a beat which was a nice verse too I, I mean that's Luda <laughs> yeah, what, was, that's what you mean cool. Luda's gonna do that yeah. like you know what I'm saying period but Kev yeah. told him get that anger out your heart you know what I'm saying Ricky Smiley said he wish him well and. Steve Harvey somewhere on a boat out yeah. fucking like Croatia. You probably don't get a comment from him. Yeah. With a cigar laughing like, I'm wealthy, nigga. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> talk that shit. He was like, what your ass say? Shit, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Wealthy. Oh. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, so, what you want to talk about? Uh, what you want to go into next, man? Um, I, right. I did see that clip, the police chief down there in Louisiana. He's. Oh man, well yeah, I can I can, I can I can read off a little bit of that, man. We ain't gotta stay in that long, but, but. I, know, I mean this is pretty much the police and um Louisiana. I'm not as always, I'm not gonna fuck names up, man. It's a part of Louisiana, all right? And his wife are currently hospitalized after after receiving gunshot wounds after the chief's alleged side chick went berserk. Now okay? the, the chief, the wife, and the side chick are all cops. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like this, um, as a side chick or side guy or side person, it's 2023, you don't get to shoot people when it gets caught. Like, no. if y'all get caught, you got to gather your clothes. You know what I mean? You say, I'm sorry, this is between y'all. You walk out, you know, call me and you work it all out. But you don't get to shoot nobody. The only person who get to do the shooting is like the husband or the wife. You know what I'm saying? I feel like as, as a side person, that's oh, she was trying to get her shit off before she yeah, got yeah, like, that's like, like, No, no, no. Side check, you, you don't get to shoot nobody. You just got to get out when you get caught. Like you're doing too much. You out here shooting people. But yeah, but now they all laid up in the hospital. He got shot in the hand. So he, he tried to grab a gun. The gun went off, shot through his hand, and then went into his wife's arm. And now the side chick is arrested in jail too. So well, listen, I'm gonna say this. And I, this is for everybody, you know what I'm saying? For the fellas out there, you know what I'm saying, that live, obviously, in down south in the Midwest. We just reported last week about a bitch in Memphis. Excuse me, stop. That's mm -hmm. my first one of the year, all right? I'm okay. trying to level all right. them up, all right? All right. You all know right. what I'm saying? The shorty up in Memphis. Kudos I ain't repeat you. it. I ain't repeat Kudos it. I said the shorty you. up in Memphis that tried to... Put the on building fire. on fire, all right, <laughs> yeah. last week. You understand what I'm saying? With homie in the bed with his new John and a baby, all right? This is Louisiana, all right? Small and this, town. And this is the police department, all right? So what that lets me know is that the police chief boy is out here like, go King Wallace. Beef, yeah, go exactly. King Beef, go King Beef. Like, listen, you know, in them little towns, the police you know chief saying? is like yeah. king. You know right. So he's absolutely it's king. It's like 500 people in the town or something like that. King Beef over here. And guess what, man? With that, they ain't playing out there. You stop playing with these down South Midwest women, man. They will burn you and shoot your ass. <laughs> all right? I'm giving you, I'm just a messenger. Be easy, my niggas. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. Now, from that, I want to move to this joint. I'm going to try to play it a little bit. Of 
especially grown ass men. Okay. For one, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. Matter of fact, any fast food restaurant, if you think that you're a grown ass man working in a fast food restaurant is okay, something is wrong with you. All right. Leave those jobs to the teenagers. My nephew can't even get a job right now because there's some grown ass men in his goddamn forties flipping my goddamn burger. She was going in on trash men too. Once you're a grown ass man, you do not need to be working in any fast food restaurant. What did she do? Is by her look, she wears lashes and got the new group. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I saw that shit too. She was talking about working for the city, working for the government job. She must not know that cats work for for the government, whatever can make six figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a pension, but she was no. She was specifically like saying. Like, don't think you doing nothing because you making some seventy thousand, sixty thousand a year. So I'm like, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. And this bitch is lashed out and new growth out, and it's like, yo, listen. At the end of the day, we all strive to be the best of the best of what we can be. And if you know anything, you know it can't just be one gig, and you know that be that. Uh, it's just really not the case for real for real in, in today's society. But. If you are one of them people that are cool and got something that you are comfortable with and it helps you out, and also not only that, you got a partner, a whiz or something that's coming together, and two is always better than one, then go ahead, man. That's what it's supposed to be about. But I'm I, I'm not going to hold you. Some things she was saying, I, I got to keep it a bean in the beginning. Like, real shit, dog. It's no way, unless you're just getting out the bing. It's like, no, real shit, dog. Unless you're just getting out the bing or something, dog. There's no reason you should be doing no fast food fucking retail jobs, nigga, like at 40 years old. What have you done with your life, nigga, in 40 uh, years? I'm not going to say I can't necessarily agree with that because, you know, real life happens and situations change. And if you got to go out and earn a living the, the, uh, legally the, the best way you can, then you might have to so take nigga, a, a retail job so, so, or so. you might have to work in a fast food restaurant. It's better than doing something illegal or just not working I'm at sorry, all. I'm sorry. I got to disagree because I, I'm talking about you done been, you ain't been in jail. You done lived a life from fucking high school, 20s, 30s, and now you're in your 40s. You ain't decided to get some type of fucking skill that set you apart from these menial ass jobs, nigga, to set yourself like, listen, dog. Besides maybe saying something like even on some shit, if you started at UPS, nigga, you could have started in the, in unloading the truck, got your license, then got the CDL or whatever. Now you're driving these trucks, making a bean and some change on the come up because they'll do that shit for you. You get what I'm saying? But if you ain't showing no initiative, fuck you. So I'm if you're sorry. the manager at McDonald's, it's cool. Dog, if you don't work your way up, I guess to be that nigga and you at 60, 70, you fine with that. Dropping them fries <laughs> and, and, and being in charge of that shit. That's what your goal was. Somebody got to drop the fries. Somebody got to do it. You know what I'm saying? Somebody got to uh, manage these niggas. You sitting here knocking it. But whenever you go to McDonald's, you get a banging batch of fries. Maybe it is some 30-year-old dude who's been dropping fries for 15 years. And that's why your batch is banging. <laughs> so you want to trash him until you get it's the not trash. Good fries. I just thought about the clip from coming to America. Yeah. Hello. Hi. You know, I started on cleanup just like you guys. But now, see, I'm washing lettuce. Soon I'll be on fries, then the grill. A year or two, I make assistant manager. And that's where the big bucks start rolling in. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right here. No, listen, dog. I'm not, it's not, it's not, it's not trying to bash. 
As with all things, as just a man, just as far as people and just what it is, dog. You want the best for my You know what I'm saying? You wonder why you got them 12 nuggets in that 10-piece nugget? It's because the boy been, you know what I mean? He been you making mean? nuggets 10 years. He hooked everybody up. I thought two more nuggets and everybody jumped, man. Because I know you out here working hard, bro. <laughs> Slide you that jump. The 16-year-old is going to give you 10, maybe 9. Because mm-hmm. they're new at the job, you know? 16-year-old is going to give but, you the soggy fries because they overcook them. But listen, and then you want to complain. And then you're drawn in the drive through line. These fries is cold. You know what I mean? Listen, they don't have the experience. The listen, dog. You need the OGs in there. The OGs done been show niggas. And what I'm saying is the OG done OG been changed here. the oil. Dog. The young boys don't change the oil. You know uh, what I'm listen, saying? I'm the young boys give you that slap. Sloppy cheeseburger that be all sliding all over the place in the wrapper. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. OG here to join the little just like the commercial. Just like the commercial. You know what I'm saying? Thanks, OG. Ain't no problem. Y'all want to knock them. It's not a knock, dog. We're not knocking. If that, what I'm saying is your lane is your lane. If that's what you wanted to do and that's what you aspire to do, the best nugget fried dropping ass nigga in the world, then do that shit, my nigga. All right? We're not knocking you for that. What I'm trying to say is aspire for more, all right, if, you, if that's what you want. And what she's saying is for certain motherfuckers that are just settling, mm-hmm. all right, if that's really what you, you cool, that's what you into, that, whatever, nigga. You done smelt like fries for 20 years. Fine, nigga. That's like, how they know you. That's what it is. You know what I mean? But what she's saying is for those niggas that's comfortable. Cal- Calvin's Calvin. still working at McDonald's. <laughs> Calvin's still how making how them, flipping them burgers, making them fries. How did that man. shit work out for the, the Chappelle yeah, shit? I don't know, but Calvin probably yeah, regional manager by yeah. now. No, he wasn't. He quit that motherfucker. Black Arnold's staring his family apart. Exactly. Before had him snapping after fucking two months. The music changed and everything, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but by my listen, I'm not gonna knock nobody who's working legitimately and getting up and going to work every day. That's not what I feel what you're saying, but you're saying after 20 years, you should aspire for. To I, reach, I'm, so, I'm not to talking about in you know, 20s, 30s. Reach for she said heights. for fucking 40, I do feel you. Like, if you this cool with on your resume, it's just been Burger motherfucking King, Burger Wendy's. King, <laughs> Wendy's, KFC, you know what I'm saying? Motherfucking checkers. But right hold now, on. Because there's certain places of the country, like the minimum wage is like. 15 or something like that now. So maybe working at that place ain't that bad anymore. Guess what? This is a podcast, boys. We talking about PA. All right, well, so we're going to... Like, minimum we gonna, wage we, ain't changed we, here in like 30 years. Yeah, nigga, it's 750. <laughs> all right, so how dare you even dare... They, even just, raised, they just raised it in Delaware and in Jersey, right? And they still won't yeah. raise shit here. Right, yeah, because it, it's, it's like 15 years. Like, it's right. like, it's like PA, something like that. Cut yeah. the bullshit, man. Seriously, like, come on in. How is 2024? Everything is inflated and done went up. And you literally still telling niggas seven fifty. I bet you weed will be legal in PA first, recreational. That's crazy. Before minimum wage go up. <laughs> That's crazy. That's then wild. they be wondering why niggas be wilding. Like <laughs> you ain't even being reasonable. Boy, right? yeah, yeah. Like, I'm gonna rob you. I'm not taking this poop shake Seven fifty, nigga. But now what you saying though? Imagine working at a fast food joint since you was a teenager. You still work there now, and minimum wage has not changed. <laughs> like you ain't had no raises. This is what I'm saying. How are you still motivated? No raises. How are you still motivated to even do this shit? I would have came in there and been on some shit from the office. I'm about to burn this bitch up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas better leave. Today, I'm I'm telling you now, it's going to be oil everywhere, and I'm, like, I'm walking out, and I'm lighting this match, nigga, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Fuck this job. You get what I'm saying? They got insurance? Fuck them. So, yeah, dog. 
Woo! As always, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's fresh back from the year, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? And plenty, plenty more to come. Uh, you know, just be on the lookout, man. We got some shit coming this year, man. Because, right. you know, it's right. like you said, man, we just doing pretty much whatever the fuck we want, how we want to, when we want to. It's the boys, motherfuckers. Podcast, that is. As always, New Year, don't matter. Fresh gear, we the fuck everywhere. You dig? You know what I'm saying? Sleeves the hustler all day long. You can't even get it out, Thomas. Shut the fuck up. Stop the militant one, a.k.a. Brother Byron. We do this shit like, you know, symmetry, motherfuckers. Check us out on all platforms. Appreciate y'all. Keep the follows coming. Keep checking us out. We're going to have this shit popping for y'all every time we can. We the fuck everywhere, and we appreciate y'all. See you on the next one, man. Peace out.